This podcast contains holiday tips, tricks, potential mature language, unique anecdotes, and cheery debate. Listener discretion is advised. Melekelekimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. of the holiday special ho 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 everyone and welcome to a very special new show from spyrokin.com yes we're actually doing a new podcast it's going to be the tales of the xxxx pretty much they are our talking podcast we talk about various different things it could be tales from the car tales from the shopping mall tales from work tales from home tales from a rooftop with an MK47. Hope that podcast Let's never not ever. Let's do that one. That's the one that should never come out ever, ever, ever. But Tales from the Bathroom. We don't know. Various other things, but you can check them out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a little experiment. So beforehand, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Greta. And we're here to talk about stuff. You can check out any of our other podcasts or episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at zanspirekin.com or at spirekin.gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, YouTube, and so many other podcasts and websites. Basically, you can find us. Anywhere. And so, as we said, this is the Tales of the Holiday Special. It's our holiday special. Something a little bit different. It's not a manga review. It's not a movie review. But we're going to be talking about the holidays in general and how things are. I mean, we could go all over about all the things that we're going to do. We could be sitting there in front of a fire and bring bring Crosby, but we're not going to. We're going to do what it says. We're going to just talk about some we of the... We could th- say, Mele Kalikimaka. We could say Mele Kalikimaka is the thing to say. On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Yes, we can. But we're going to be talking about some of the fun things about the holiday. And we're going to start off kind of interesting. Because it's almost the holiday season. And we're not excluding anybody else. Because, hey, let's be honest. There are so many other holidays happening. You have the wonderful and amazingness that is Hanukkah. Which happened... This December 2nd through 10th, which doesn't feel right because it's 7, it's, it's 7 through 10th, or second the 2nd through the 10th, but it's 9 days, so wouldn't it be 11th? You know, I don't know, it just, all I know is that it was... It's 8 crazy nights, wait no, 2 it, to 10 is 8 crazy nights, never mind. It was a crazy lit Hanukkah party going on over by my work, that's all I can say. Oh yes, they were giving away a bunch of... Of good noms, they were being very. There were being good mentions, good mentions. There was face painting and um, balloon artists and a Hanukkah DJ a guy on stilts. But did the awesome. Hanukkah DJ play the Hanukkah song? Yes. Okay, then that works. The Hanukkah song is the most important song to sing because it's a good song. And Santa came around and partook of the enjoyment with everyone. Well, if you think about it, Christmas is an offshoot because a Christian. Uh, Religion is an offshoot of Judaism, so technically you should be able to celebrate both. There you go. But you have that, you have Kwanzaa. Uh, We're which, just celebrating everything. Which is going to be, when is Kwanzaa? Hold on, I want to just, Kwan, is the 26th through January 1st. Woohoo! So it's from my nephew's birthday, our nephew's birthday, till the new year. Happy Kwanzaa. And also we cannot forget the most important holiday of all. Festivus! For the rest of us, and everyone who is ready to have your 
airing of the grievances and your tests of strength. And I know people say, wait, why do you like Festivus if you don't like Seinfeld? Well, because I like that episode. It's funny. Also, I love that Creeper's like, all four things like, this is kind of crazy. I gotta go. Who doesn't want to have their own holiday? Very true. And my nephew has his own holiday because his birthday is 26. But, and then we have, of course, the one holiday that we all know, we all love, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas time is here. Time for fun and time for cheer. Time for making snowman and eating cookies. And roast beast. Yes, all those wonderful, lovely things that you have. And we have so many things to be thankful for this year and all the cool things that happen in, well, the holiday season. And one of the first things we have to think about, and we're going to get this out of the way first, is merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Buying presents for people. I know, very gluttonous and American of us to think, let's talk about the different type of presents. But it's a kind of a big deal talking about presents. Especially because of all things. And there are so many things that people expect and they want. And people want, 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 want. And so we're here to tell you some... Because most of you guys who are listening, you're probably listening on your commutes to your homes or to your family for a holiday. Or if you're just listening to us alone. Or well, you're stressed out in a mall. Someone dragged you out there shopping and you're desperately listening it, to this to like have some sort of... Solace from the <laughs> insanity that is the mall. Well, we're going to give you some a couple of pro tips. Now, one... Depending on how you know the person, that's what should be your budget. Um, holiday gift trick number one. Budget, budget, budget. Make a budget out. Have it very simple, very easy. You're going to start off with maybe you put down the people who are most important to you, you spend the most money on, then it goes down from there. You're not going to spend more on your boss's little sister than you are your loved one or your parents or your siblings. Well... It's also the thought that counts. Even if you're not spending money on people, um, time and effort is is a big one for me. Like if 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 you're trying to save money for your first house or um, moving out or a big trip or something, but you're gonna stop what you're doing and take your time to hand make me peppermint bark and wrap it up and give that to me. That time and thoughtfulness and effort that says a lot to me. That is very true. And that is our second one. If you can't afford it to do it. Make it. There are lots of things you can do. Make. Don't give them those little stupid cards that say IOUs or the here's one. Unless you're under the age of 10. If you're under the age of 10, then it's different. But if you're an adult and you're going to give them an IOU, that's not cool. The vouchers are a nice, uh, fun way to do things. Hey, if didn't you, know how to you do give it. me a voucher? I'm saying that they're fun. The vouchers are fun. Just saying they can be. Vouchers can be very fun if you know how to do it, if you do it well, and if you actually follow through on it and you put an expiration date. Or you can have a list of things to give them, like coupons for, you're going to do their... Now... But that's only for really a significant other. You can't just swing that with a sibling. It won't work. Because that could lead to horrible things. Leave the vouchers to significant others and maybe parents. I think I could have done a voucher with my sister, like, one free I'll cover for you. You know, Maybe. like they, there's an opportunity there. Get creative. Create that is very true. Uh, favors are good, um, but as I said, back to hand making things. Hand making things as long as you put effort into it. Don't just make a card with a crayon and say, "Here you go, give me big stereo." No, that it, no, you have to put some effort into it. But yeah. don't be afraid of also putting a limit on it. If you're talking about gifts with friends, don't say, "Hey guys, you know, like 
let's max out at $5,000. If you're doing that, great, wow, um, awesome. But you can also say, if there's no harm coming back and saying, okay, guys, let's keep it to a minimum, like, let's keep it to a max of $20. Yeah, if year. you're doing Secret Santas, that's a good way to do it. Also, uh, someone I was talking to talked about regifting. Regifting is kind of risky because if it's something which is brand new, that's one thing. If it's something that you've used for 20 years, unless it's something that's really sentimental and will last a while, I don't think regifting is a very viable option. You don't give someone a, a sweater you've worn for 10 years that has holes in it. A beautiful heirloom brooch, however? Absolutely. The heirloom items are good. Also, for us manga fans, I mean, if you want, you know, someone has manga addiction or they like manga and you have a series they don't have you could if you're done reading it and you don't want to keep it to make more room in your house you could give them the whole manga series like here you go and they might enjoy it i mean most of us that's right feed into the addiction of course feed into the addiction we're manga fans we have to same thing with anime fans if you have the dvds and you don't want them give them away if you don't need them anymore just make the box look nice don't give them just the cds actually find the original packaging put it in still wrap it up and maybe throw something else in all right so maybe you're throwing in all of naruto seasons one two and three maybe throw in the movie if you have the movie or throw in something else don't give them something you don't want think about what they would like remember this is the season of giving we're not giving to get something back even though a lot of us think it is it's more you're giving because you're sharing the moment speaking of giving you can always do good in your community too Yes, you can. There are lots of organizations you can actually go to. You can volunteer to help out with various companies. Um, some people say don't volunteer with the Red, the Red, the Salvation Army because of various things. But there are other things. There are food drives. There's also like in a lot of malls, there are gift wrapping stations. If that's a talent of yours, you can, you know, give your skill of gift wrapping, and that's usually for a donation for charity. Like there, there are things that you can do. Um, if you want that little holiday spirit, if you need that, you know, that check, that reminder of um, something greater than you. If you need to get out from, you know, petulant kids yelling for video games. and Well, most of our audience may be petulant because we're not trying to talk. We are. We're not talking at you like adults yeah. right now. You know, we're, we're, you're our peers. We're trying to help. And now some other things I'd recommend. Besides that, let's get into some other fun things because you have hot isn't cheap, but... Other things you can do besides that, besides helping people out, doing things, buying Christmas tree, finding ornaments, so on and so forth, is, as we said, cooking, making food. And let's get to our next topic, which is going to be snacks. Because the holidays are fun, because we all want to get be, be like the jolly fat man. I call it uh, padding for the holiday season. It keeps you warm. True. Um, who doesn't like to like snack on a little gingerbread cookie every now and again? Who doesn't want a couple extra marshmallows in a uh, cup of hot cocoa? And that is, those are valuable. We've, I've made a list of, well, what I think are the top, like a, a good five holiday snacks that are for any holiday season that are good. You can disagree. If you want to, email us at Sparkin as email commerce or Twitter us at Sparkin if you tweet us. If you think differently, or if you have something different to replace it with. Now, the first one I would say is the one which is the easiest and the most fun and the most horrific as well. Christmas cookies. They are fun. They are wonderful to make. And there are hundreds of thousands of flavors to make. All those jammy ones were good, too. The little two biscuity things. Yes. Uh, oh. From Anime Con 
live.tv. Doug, we were hanging out with We made lots of cookies, so we have an absurd amount of cookies. And they're fun to make, and they're also cool to make with people. It's almost a very Christmassy holiday experience because you're all celebrating and having fun together. It's a lot of fun. And there are so many different types of cookies you can make. It could fashion and work with any palette possible. If you have that vegan friend, you can make vegan-friendly cookies. If you have someone who's a chocoholic, you can make the absurd super double chocolate with chocolate drippings. If you have someone who wants something a little more uh, fruity, you can make a jammy dodger cookie, which are always good. Or a peanut butter jammy dodgy, which is essentially a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in cookie form. Yes, which are awesome and excellent. Yes. But we can talk about the thing. Now, the next thing is, uh, well... Gingerbread men. Well, more gingerbread houses. See, now I like that. Now, does that also constitute being a cookie? Because in a sense, it's, it's cookie. If it's a gingerbread cookie, the man, yes. If it's a gingerbread house, that's different. Because that constitutes not just cookies, but... But it's also fun to decorate. So it's edible decorations. So that comes into the whole, like, do you... You know, go into the pre-made kits that you can get from grocery stores and all these other fun things and build, I don't know, a tiny village that your cat then pretends to eat and cover for you and you eat the entire thing. Well, unfortunately, some of those kits are not, some of the pieces aren't edible. The glue is not edible, which makes it kind of poisonous. There is no glue. That is frosting. Well... Some yeah. of it's not edible. And also the shelf life of a gingerbread house. How long is that? Could you leave it up for two months? Or is it you have to eat it in a week? It's a good question. I don't know. Take a bite. Test it out. Give it a go. Did it break your tooth? Stop eating. And if you do make a gingerbread house, what do you decorate it with? The question is, do you use licorice for the roof tiles or do you use gumdrops? Or... I say you go to the dollar store and go crazy. Mm, that would be a good question. What do you guys think is the proper adherement items for a gingerbread house let us know uh at spirekin on twitter also another thing we can't forget is the most important liquid beverage that has been talked about in so many books and movies hot chocolate hot cocoa there are so many different things you can do with it you can add in a little dash of cinnamon or nutmeg you can stir it with a peppermint stick you can add extra marshmallows or cool whip or whipped cream or add some eggnog into it and make it extra holiday-ish. Or you can put coquito in it just straight up and just cut out the middle man. It's just pure rum, which is a possibility also. Not knocking that one either. It's a fun one to do. But it all depends on how you do it. Me personally, my method of, of the hot chocolate is just the basic. It's the hot chocolate powder with a little bit of milk, some hot water, and maybe some marshmallows, or if I want to be very snazzy, you take a little bit of chocolate bar, you take a a uh, knife and make some shavings, put that on top, and some whipped cream. Or your lactose-challenged beautiful wife, put a little, you know, almond milk in there. <laughs> Add in some more of that extra chocolate, because that seems to be okay, but the milk can be sometimes challenging. Might be, but... Cool Whip has been my new favorite this holiday season. I say just regular whipped cream over Cool Whip, but that is a an argument for another day. But it also, the nice thing about that is it warms you from the inside out. You know, like on a nice cold day, you come home, you have a hot cup of hot cocoa and your belly gets warm. And Now, note, we do have to uh, preface this. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, be careful when you make your hot chocolate. Things can happen. And also... You know, tis the season to buy some burn cream. Just have it around the house. But there's other alternatives. If you live in a more warm climate, you can make frozen hot chocolate like they do at Dunkin' Donuts. Or now Dunkin'. It's just hot chocolate mix 
in cold milk and cold water, and then you add ice cubes, and then you puree it. It's amazing. It's or you can freeze milk into cubes and then puree it with that and like blend it in, um, and it's like extra rich. Um, Ideas. What do you guys think? So the next one is obviously candy canes or peppermint sticks. Those ones, they're good depending on what you go for. I prefer the candy canes that are actually like candy ones, like the Jelly Belly ones that are different flavors, over the peppermint sticks. But peppermint sticks are equally good as well. I like peppermint sticks. I also like the weird flavor ones. Or, you know, part of my language, not necessarily weird, but the unusual ones. The ones that are like root beer flavored or like cherry or... You know, like the different kind of ones. I saw a bunch of crazy ones. But what I like to do is hang them on the tree and then randomly when you're next to the tree, find one, pick one up, start eating it. I will say this. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. Has anyone ever taken a peppermint, uh, a candy cane, sucked on it until it's almost like a razor point and you cut yourself on that stupid thing? You're like, yes. You're supposed and to... if you haven't, do that now. No, we should not say that. It's not nice. Just take precautions for it. So, and the last one, which some people may argue is not a candy-ish thing for hol- the holidays, but my favorite thing, fudge. Homemade fudge. Always fun. Always great. It's great. It's chewy. It's delicious. And you can cover it in all types of designs to make things like houses and Santas and snowflakes or other things. I still like, you know, the stand stand-up Rice Krispie Treat, which you can also use in... Um, conjunction with gingerbread to kind of build a uh, skyscraper treat. No, I thought that you'd have to use for foundation. Or bushes. Hmm. Especially if you use, like, cocoa crisps. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the... Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. If you have an awesome uh, gingerbread candy house, send us a picture, and we will put it on the website for holiday things. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Or just email us on Instagram so I can see your cool things. We'll post posting some up on the Instagram site. Yes, we're back on Instagram and updating it. Um, so now we shouldn't be talking too much about food though because food's a little bit of a fulfilling thing. There are other things to talk about as well. I mean... Like what? Movies? Well... Cinematic enjoyment. Well, we moments. can talk about movies because that's a fun thing to do during the holidays. But I think before holiday movies, how about experiences? There are things you can do. I mean, because most people say, "Oh, I hate going to my parents' house every year. It sucks." I mean, there are things you can do. I mean, yes, you go with your family, but there's memories you can make. Everyone has a memory that they have, something that they did that they remember that brings them to it. I mean, and if it's not your family, it might be your family. Wink, ding, dings. You know, the your extended family, meaning... Your the, chosen family. Yes. People that you, like, you know, you might have moved away. You live in a different state. And, you know, you're very close friends. Those become your family. You might be in the military and you be, uh, you know, abroad. And you have a host family. Like, the family that you choose to keep. You know, those are memories. Those are fantastic moments. And that's the thing, which is our life. Our life is moments and... Some of these moments are amazing. I mean, some people I know are going to a con for, for Christmas, and that's kind of cool, but kind of weird too. But hey, maybe get gifts. Maybe Santa shows up in a in a cosplay. That actually be kind of cool. Now, I won't be cosplaying as Santa from uh, High at the Combat Butler, who's a horrible Santa who says you get nothing and you're gonna die alone. Or you can cosplay as Santa cosplaying as something else. Oh. Okay, that's a new artist alley idea. Santa Claus cosplaying as something else. But, but everyone has their memories that you make with your chosen family, your real family. Like, 
One of my favorite Christmases is one which is from a long time ago, and there's photo evidence of this, and I'll never post it. But long time. But I might, so stay tuned. Long time ago, in a state far, far away when I was young, some stuff happened with my family, and for a holiday, we decided to take a a trip far, far away from the loveliness that was New York. We left New York and went on a plane for 16 hours, because back then it was 16 hours. And we ended up in Hawaii. Went to Hawaii and Maui, and we met Don Ho. And there may be pictures of me with Don Ho and my brother. And in I'm... tiny shorts with tall tube socks. Yes, but that's a fun memory I've had. Another fun memory I had was one where it was just me and some friends were binge-watching all ha- all the Christmas episodes of anime shows. It was a blast. Now, do you have any interesting Christmas well, memories? Being from Hawaii, I always um, really wanted to... I was fascinated by snow. I always wanted to do a snowman. and You can do a sand snowman. Well, sand man, I guess. Um, which is actually super hard to get like height on it. Um, and also, you know, when, when you're from an island and it's tropical, they're, they're, and it doesn't get cold, having that holiday spirit, you really have to go into it. You have to put up lots of lights and decorations and see things and, you know, sweat while you're drinking your hot chocolate and sometimes really have those moments. But in Hawaii, they would fly in from the neighbor island snow and uh, Hawaiian Airlines, I think, was the sponsor for it. But they would dump big piles of snow in the parks around and like kids would just go we would go play in the snow we'd like have like little sleds and like just this, this huge mount and now that i live in the northeast there are the they're the size of the piles that end up in parking lots of malls when they're just trying to shovel it along but that was like one of the best things um that and playing scrabble with my family and sometimes it would be my mom, my sister, and I against my dad just trying to beat him. But it was, you know, always the most fun. I think that still one of my favorites is um, my parents would put, you know, nuts in their stockings and spend, you know, all of Christmas cracking the nuts and, like, eating them and snacking on them. And I still hate walnuts, but I always liked cracking them open and kind of playing with them and trying to help out, and it was really fun. Those are mine. There's some great ideas and traditions from that and everyone has them and um i mean what are your guys traditions what do you guys think what are your things that you guys do for the holidays anything interesting unique anything that's just yours i mean some people they do like the i think but like some european countries where it's the day before like germans you open up all your presents the day before or open up one present the day before or you, you give each other a book so the day before you just read a book or there's one where your tradition Yeah, is, you're supposed to give a book and then read it Christmas Eve night when you go to sleep. Or is your tradition you watch all of A Christmas Story, all 24 hours of it on whatever channel or it's on now. Die Hard. That's, we're getting to that in a moment. But. but what are your traditions? Or what are your new traditions? What do you want to start with your family? Or what do you want, what, what was the best part of your childhood that you want to keep going? Yeah, what do you want? And, um... What will Santa San bring to you? What do you want Santa San to bring you? Sushi. And everyone who says that, uh, and then there's the debate about Santa. That is a big debate. That he, he doesn't exist, he does exist, he doesn't exist. Everyone says, oh, he's just our parents. And it's like some people believe that he is actually the spirit of Christmas as manifest. And then there's the whole thing with the Krampus and whatnot. But I go with the, the story from a long time ago in the New York Times when a little girl 
named Virginia wrote a letter to New York Times asking if there was a Santa because the New York Times is the most honest and truthful newspaper. And they know everything. Yes, Virginia. Santa Claus is real. Yeah. And that thing of where he is, he is the spirit of Christmas. We don't see him, but we're there for him. We, we are the ones who give out the presents. And that's kind of a thing I feel about that. That's a thing which is pretty cool. But anyway, that's me getting sappy and weird. So anyway, some of you are, for those of you who are still listening, awesome. I hope you guys have been enjoying this so far. And now we got some more geeky things to talk about, especially because we're talking about Christmas movies. Yay! Woo! Specifically the ones which I think stand out the most. And there are some which are pretty out there, some which are pretty fun, some which shouldn't be Christmas movies, but they are Christmas movies, in my opinion. And we're gonna get we're gonna just talk a little bit about some of them. Now the first one, personal favorite of mine, this is in no order, by the way. We're not doing top ten, whatnot. These are just some of the best Christmas movies, I think. That we think are fun or different. And we're gonna talk about a little bit. Like the first one, it just depends on what version you like. But there, and there's different flavors. But How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. The book is amazing. And the movies, you got three different movies to choose from. You have the 1960s animated version with with uh, uh, Boris Karloff voicing uh, he will the Grinch. Always be the Grinch. And that awesome song, the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I think everyone at some point who has seen that movie has tried to sing that song like him, hearing him in your head. And it's a, it is a, a story of how the Christmas spirit can infect you and make you feel again. And there are different versions of it depending on which one you like. You can get the old one. You can get the one from with Jim Carrey in the 2000s. Or you could even like the new one, which we've talked about in an earlier podcast. Where it's a little bit more sanitized, but... And lattes. It does have lattes. But I think this, the, the basic premise is still there in the new one. But any of those you can even talk about. I think it's a great film for that holiday season. Another one, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Mm-hmm. With Laurel and Hardy. Or you could do one of the ones like Babes in Toyland, one of the remakes. But I say the old school one with Laurel and Hardy. That old... Yep. Because I just remember uh, with the Wooden Soldiers and Laurel and Hardy with the darts, throwing darts in the in the boogeyman's butts. <laughs> that was the whole, the whole joke of the movie. It's an old classic. My dad loves this movie. A lot of dads like this movie for some reason. I don't know if it's because it's the old school style or what, but it's a fun... It's because it was their movie when they were young. It's a weird little movie. If you haven't seen March of the Soldiers, I highly recommend it. It's a story of people in nursery book land who have to fight the evil bad guys or the I boogeymen. I still love Babes in Toyland, too. And from there, we have another film starring one of the best characters of the uh, of the cinematic world. We're talking about Bill Murray Scrooged. and Scrooge. Or uh, A Christmas Carol. It's a variation on A Christmas Carol. We're going to get to Christmas Carol in a little bit. But this is a very modern retake with some great stories, and Bill Murray does a great job with it. It's a nice retelling of the story, and it's creepy as all heck at times, and a lot of fun. It's fun, it's silly, it's weird, and you gotta say, it's 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 a... It's a classic. It's a fun movie to watch during the holiday season. Now, one which currently is getting some flack because people are saying it's culturally sensitive, and I say lies, is Frosty the Snowman. 
Happy birthday. I like Frosty the Snowman. There are some sad parts in there, but I like Frosty the Snowman. People are saying it's mean because the guy's mean to the, the rabbit and so on and so forth, but it's a nice little fun film about a magic hat that turns Frosty to life. Uh, we're not going to talk about the, the other Rankin-Bass film because that one's just... I also think that's t- somewhat deceiving because I've tried to put a hat on a snowman before and that is challenging. It's not that hard, but have you put the right hat on? No. That's the tricky. No, we need all of it. I found the right hat for you. You also need the broom, and you need the scarf, and you need the mittens, and, and the, the corn cob, the corn the cob, corn pipe. cob pipe. But that's a fun one to watch. Uh, another one, as we said, going back to Scrooge, the original predecessor, A Christmas Carol. And this one, you have hundreds of movies to choose from. You have the original, you have the remake, you have the English version, you have the uh, Spanish version. You have the adaptations of which have been done over and over and over again. You have the Muppet Christmas Carol. You have the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, where he plays every character except for Bob Cratchit, which that's really a big feat <laughs> in of itself. And uh, you have the old school one. You have the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. There are so many Christmas carols to choose from. You have the ones that play at 2 a.m. on TV that you've never seen before, but somehow have been around for 10 years. Like, there there are a lot. And we're not counting the Hallmark films for the Christmas Carol, because they don't count, unfortunately. Yes, they do! They're no, they awesome. they are not about Ebenezer Scrooge. They are not. And the thing is, Christmas Carol is about Ebenezer Scrooge. That's why. That's why Scrooge is not here, because it's about Frank T. Cross, not Ebenezer Scrooge. Christmas Carol is the Charles Dickinson original. Still love them. But speaking of movies that are hallmarky, this one is an interesting film. People say it's not a Christmas movie. I say it is a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas. And it's a movie where I half love the movie and half hate the movie. We're talking about The Holiday. I love Starring uh, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black, and uh, it's not Kira Knightley. It's the no. uh, It's uh, not Emma Thompson. It's... Uh, brain is not working right now. From Titanic. Oh, Kate Winslet. Thank you. I love the idea that two women, strong in their own ways, some not so strong at all, um, can go nearly across the world, ch- trade houses, essentially kind of trading lives with each other, and find love it's a fun, romantic little movie, even though I think that Cameron Diaz is useless in the movie and it should have just been about Kate Winslet. Let's be I, honest. I Her like story is much more interesting. Her story is much more interesting, and I love Jack Black in this. But Cameron uh, Diaz is a horrible shrew of a woman, not even like redeemable. She's like, she, I can't cry. But she learns. She feels. It's, I don't like that about the movie. It's me being... I'm, Miserly. No, no, Scrooge no, no. Like. No, I like. No, I like. Dare we say a little Grinchy? No, I like Kate Winslet's story. I like that she tells uh, what's his name, Uh, uh, the guy who's always a bad guy, except in Dark City, that he's Rufus uh, Sewell, that he's a piece of shit for using her, and she she mans up and tells him to go to hell, and she ends up with the good guy, and she helps the old man. It's a good movie. Exceptional movie. Anyway, next one, which all doctors have said is physically impossible. They've actually doctors show this movie. They said, yeah, these people would be dead after this movie. We're talking about Home Alone. I love, as a kid, I love that movie. It was very It's a very whimsical movie, but if you think about it, a couple of questions as you grow older. One, what does his dad do to be able to afford that giant house, then later to afford a trip for 19 to Paris? During Christmas. 
what does he do? Is he like gifts? Yeah, just yeah, no, no. And how do I get that job? Anyway, it's a fun, disastrous movie that's just fun and weird, and it's not real in any sort of way. No, but it's still, it still holds up. I mean, like protecting your house. Having an, like knowing the true reason for the season, missing your family that you were fighting with. I mean, like it all just it all protecting your house from evil burglars who are evil, and of course we cannot forget the most important ones with awesome full size cutouts of people. Like, yeah, you just love this. It's a fun film. It is a fun film. The sequel has a special place in my heart because it's just so weird, and also Tim Curry's hysterical as a concierge. We love you. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry. So, next film we have on here is The Ref, which is a very awkward movie with uh, Dennis Leary, where he plays a robber who has to, who's playing, such as to pretend to be a therapist for two people he's holding hostage, Kevin Spacey and another girl. And it's a really just awkward and black humor comedy. It's a lot of fun. It's like, I like almost peed myself. I laughed so hard in that movie. It, it, it's not. It's totally not politically correct nowadays. It's not, but it's no. But that's also why it's funny. And also, Kevin Spacey is. It shows he had chops back then, even though now with everything going on. But back then. Yes, back then. Uh, so the next one is one which is romantic. It's all about love and loving and loviness during holidays and bad people and things. We're talking about love, actually. We just rewatched this the other day because it is very British and very. I love like the large cast. I love all the different like storylines. It's an excellent anthology film, and it has a unique way to give every character their moment without uh, taking away from any of the characters. I do feel that them having an equal amount of positive and negative stories was a nice touch to it. Like you don't know if you're happy or sad the entire time. You are, but the ending gives you a little bit of a... Upper. Upper ending. And it's about that love is important to everybody, and I do like that. It's a fun Christmas movie, it's a lot of fun. If you have a special someone, definitely watch it. If you are alone, stay away from this movie, watch some other stuff. I'll watch it anyway. (coughs) So the next one is a new entry on our list. It's a new film which just came out by Netflix. It's starring Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Oh my goodness, The Christmas Chronicles. Thank you, Netflix, for making that. That was awesome they i'm pretty sure they're gonna make a sequel with just the elves it's a fun little i will say one of us maybe didn't want to watch it maybe was kicking and screaming and maybe the other one of us who enjoyed every single cinematic moment of this turned and during it had the joy of seeing you with your face lit up like a five-year-old on Christmas morning. This is a good I don't know movie. what you're talking It is a very worthy Santa movie. It's hilarious. It's, it's a f- not overly Christmassy. It's not underly Christmassy. There's no super, sa- super, super sad moment. Like, it is good. It's a you know it's a little melancholy to begin with. Yeah, well, every movie but as has to have as that. A, as a Santa Claus movie, it is very well done, I think. And also, I love the cameo by Goldie Hawn. I think that that worked so well. Spoiler uh, alert! It's a no one. Everyone will turn off the movie if you didn't. It's it's a stinger. So the next one is as an anime fan, I have to bring this one up because this is one of my Christmas movies. It is Tokyo Godfathers, the story of three. Uh, uh, residentially challenged individuals who stumble upon a baby and they decide they're going to bring this baby home. It's 
heartwarming, it's tragic, it's a unique film which Satoshi Khan did an amazing job with. If you haven't seen Tokyo Godfathers, I highly recommend it. You guys know I love Satoshi Khan. I've talked about him enough. Uh, yeah, so Tokyo Godfathers. So, Sold. So the next one is more of a guilty pleasure because the movie is terrible. Nope, not terrible at all. Let's be honest, this movie's terrible and John Lithgow as the evil uh, villain who wants to make candy canes that make you fly is very strange. We're talking about Santa Claus the movie. It's Dudley Moore. It's got um, the guy who plays the Big Lebowski as Santa Claus. It is a weird movie. It's it's 80s-tastic, and it's... It's that. It is 80s-tastic. I still remember the, the thing I remember the most about is that the one kid wants to get McDonald's food because he gets McDonald's food. That's the only thing I really remember about that movie. That and The Flying Car. It, it does not age well. It is not a good movie, but it's one of those ones that's just a guilty pleasure because it's a unique take on Santa and him and fighting with his... His intelligent um, assistant, Elf, uh, played by um, Dudley Moore, is interesting. Also, John Lickow, eating the scenery. Just he's chewing that scenery. It's almost as... He looks like he's having as much fun as he did in Buckaroo Banzai, which he still says is his favorite movie to have worked on. I still like... I still like the Santa Claus. Ah, Santa Claus. And all of the sequels. Santa Claus, we're talking about the other one, the one with Tim Allen... It's kind of a mixed bag because some people find that uh, with some stuff with Tim Allen, it's kind of led to questions. But, but, but Sa- I like Sa- it. first Santa Claus is an excellent movie. Second Santa Claus is an okay movie. Third Santa Claus suffers from severe s- no, sequelitis. Okay. See, I like the third one better than I liked the second one. And I still like the first one, and I, am a, I have to watch all three. The reason why is because they... Touched the bottom of the barrel with that third movie. They really did. They didn't have any of the cast really returning except for five characters. They did too. There's more to it than that. And also the the use of everyone's least favorite actor um, playing Jack Frost. Well, Yeah, but you, you want to not like Jack Frost. Yeah, but the thing is, though, if you hi- when you hire that, you know it's bottom. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, I do like the original Santa Claus, though. I think it's a very fun movie. I love how it works out. I love that there was a... Encapsulated, you didn't need to make a sequel. It stands on its own. Yep. And that's the thing, is a lot of films, these films will stand on their own, and that's the best part about it. They don't have sequelitis. Now, the next one is arguably the best film for Christmas. It's arguably the best film. It's also one of the films which is about redemption, and it is a little depressing, but it's a got a great ending in it. We're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. So depressing for me that's like my sad christmas movie it's but the ending though remember every time a bell rings the angel gets his rings and clarence got his wings yes because he made sure that, that he, he didn't want to if you survive the movie without killing <coughs> yourself it has a happy ending no you can well that's the whole thing is you not want to kill yourself that's the whole movie is he what would happen in a world where you didn't exist yeah it's led to some of the best parodies ever there's an entire super lois and clark the animated adventure of superman which is about if he didn't exist about that's a ripoff of this and it's brilliant and it's a wonderful life is a wonderful film it's a movie which was a bomb originally but people have grown to love it and that's the thing which is unique it's a slow clap of a movie it's not so it's a big clap movie i think now the next one is technically not a christmas movie but it could be seen as a christmas movie because it's technically a Thanksgiving movie because it starts in Thanksgiving and goes all the way through the end of Christmas. I was going to say, it's my Thanksgiving movie. 
Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street. And you could pick your poison on which one, depending. Yeah. If you're someone who wants a little bit more levity, you go with the original. If you want something that's a little more modern, you go with the new one with uh, the girl from Matilda playing little girl. I think the original one has a little more charm to it, even though one of my favorite scenes was done in the new one. I I don't know. I like both, and I find myself, you know, liking them for different reasons, and therefore having to watch both. I think that they are both worth watching, but if you had to choose one, I think the original one does stand up a little better than the remake, because the original one, it's actually the actual owners of the companies were in there. That was actually Gimbal and Macy's. Also, the that iconic scene in the courtroom, which they took out in the remake of the "Put the letters on my on my on my bench." You sure about this? Put them here, and fourteen bags of dump dump dump. Just pouring the letters of Santa, as opposed to here's a dollar bill, and in God we trust and we believe. And that was yeah, but not I like as... the original. I like the update with the in God we trust on the on that, and I like the costumes in it, and I like the cinematography where it gets a little fuzzy and everything sparkles just a little bit more. I like the moment when the mom comes out. And her ring sparkles on the Christmas tree, and it goes up, and it comes back down. Personally, I like it. Personally, I like the in the remake. My favorite scene is the update with the little girl who doesn't speak a language. In the original one, she only spoke um, Dutch. She spoke Dutch. In this, the remake, it, she's deaf, and I like that she's deaf, and he's signing to her. I think that's a really nice touch to it. And both Santas are amazing in both it. Both Santas are real. I think the original one is more the real Santa because he admits Santa Claus sleeps with his whiskers out. The cold air keeps them wiry. So the next one is one of our more, and the next couple ones are a little bit more... Halloween. Not Halloween, they're more different. These are ones which are arguably Christmas movies and arguably not. The first one is Nightmare Before Christmas, which is the story of Jack Skeleton, the ruler of of Halloween Town, wanting to make Christmas. And he actually... Takes over Christmas because he wants to give Santa a break. But what happens is, well, it's an awesome movie. It's an excellent film. It's one of the films which is a lot of fun, especially because it goes with Jack not understanding about Christmas and he learns about Christmas. I feel like it that is one of the movies that kicks off the holiday season for me. And I say season because I feel like you can watch it during, you know, during Halloween. For- I think you can watch it during Thanksgiving. You can watch it during Christmas. And it, like, holds up. I agree. That is the film which is for the entire season, and that is one of the few films I feel can go across all three of them. It's not one of those two ones like Black Christmas or those that are Halloween movies that are horror movies. They don't work, but this film works because of that. Yeah. And also, you gotta admit, it was a Tim Burton production. He didn't direct it, but it's a great film. And also, Oogie Boogie for the win. Uh, so the next one has was started out as a joke. It's totally a Christmas movie. It's totally a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. And we have reviewed it in our movie review in episode 25, which was our longest episode to date. We're talking about Die Hard. You've listened to that episode enough. You know what we're talking about. We love this movie. It is amazing. It definitely is a Christmas movie. I mean, come on. The guy is in an elevator wearing a Santa hat and says, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a shotgun. Or I have a machine gun. And then the ending scene. He's using holiday paper. It's not that it doesn't take place. I mean, it's it's a it's a poor argument, but it's an argument none whatsoever. I think it is a Christmas movie. It's a fun Christmas movie. I'm too old for this shit. Wrong movie franchise. <laughs> anyway, so the next one is one which a friend of mine actually has been advocating is a Christmas movie, and after watching, I think it is a Christmas movie, and that's Gremlins. Yep. 
I didn't want it to be a Christmas movie, but you know what? It is. It's a it's a dark comedy horror movie, but it's it's fun, especially because they're in their holiday costumes and you see them doing their um, the gremlins singing Christmas carols before they torture that lady. It's like it's fun and weird, and because the whole thing is Gizmo is a Christmas present, an early Christmas present. You just can't uh, get them wet or feed them after midnight. Yep, and no bright lights. Bright lights, bright lights. Voice by Howie Mandel. So the next one, someone, another one pointed out to me by the same friend that is said to be a Christmas movie is Batman Returns, because the whole movie takes place during Christmas. It starts out with Christmas with Oswald Cobblepot is born on Christmas, and they then his parents do a horrible thing, and then the rest is during the Christmas season. And it's Max Shrek, aka Christopher Walken, being Santa Claus in a very creepy sort of way. You know, Christmas. And Batman, and arguably the darkest of the Batman movies, even though I don't think it's really the darkest of the Batman movies, they're still... I like it, though. It's a good movie, though. And also the way that they do Catwoman, but that's a review for another day. Now, next one we have on our list is Trading Places, starring Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, 100%. Actually covers a lot of it, but the iconic scene is drunk Dan Aykroyd pretending to... Or, being a ringer Santa Claus, stealing a big salmon and getting thrown out of his building with a gun. I think that the stealing the big salmon, I always kind of forget about it. And then when it happens, I'm always... He's just, just like, eating it on the subway. Yeah. But it's a fun movie. It's a very unique movie. It's actually one of the Eddie Murphy's best films, in my opinion. And Dan Aykroyd does a great job as the uh, businessman who gets turned from rich to poor. Oh, yeah. And the whole movie was done for a dollar bet. Anyway, so the last Christmas movie we're going to be talking about is one which, surprisingly, not a lot of people talk about. Not many people at all talk about. It is a film which is strange, and you will actually know, let's be honest. It's marked as the number two greatest uh, Christmas movie of all time. I'm not a fan of it, but it's one we have to talk about. It's a film involving family coming together. All our family, you know, you have your mother-in-laws, you have your father-in-laws, you even have your crazy cousins who are potentially putting toxic waste into the sewers. Talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. It's how the holidays are for most families. It's insane. Now, some people said, what about the new ones, like The Night Before or Harold and Kumar Christmas? Well, those are Christmas movies, but I don't think those are, those are great movies. They're fun, but they're not the high caliber, I think. And don't get me started about the Will Ferrell movie. I don't like it. I've never liked it. It's one of those movies I don't like with Will Ferrell in it. And you know I'm very particular about my Will Ferrell movies. I'm kind of snobbish about it. Thank you very much. But that's one of the ones I don't like. It's just, I don't find it to be a really great movie. It's just spins its wheels. But I digress. Um, Blarg. I think that's, well, I mean, besides, that's it for the Christmas movies, really. I mean, there's more we could talk about, but I think. I think, I think the best part of Christmas movies is watching them, like, with people. That you love, you know, if you have kids in your life, seeing them have those moments for the first time is awesome. But even if you're alone during Christmas, like, 
they're just great, like, fun movies. They're better with snacks. You know, there's definitely some snacks that go with some more so than others. Like, I know you love Elf so much, but you can't watch Elf without a whole bunch of sugar near near you. Um, but it, 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 there's just, just, you know, quite a bit of, like, fun about watching these year after year or watching them again after you're... Um, after you become an adult or, you know, a, a, even if you're a teen and you feel like an adult and you're remembering back when you were a kid or you, you're 12 and you're remembering back when you were eight and it feels like it was forever ago. Like these movies just kind of live your life with you. I like it. That's why I like Christmas. And it's Christmas is a season, which is great. And since it's by my birthday, I enjoy it. It's by our family's birthday. I laugh at it has Christmas birthdays and I do love that. And it's, it's a fun time. So for from us to you guys, we hope you guys have a great holiday season. Uh, don't worry, we're going to be releasing more episodes, more things. And I know we didn't talk about manga in this episode, but that's not what the case was or books. But this episode is more about the holiday spirit. And let us know what you think. This is just Share some pictures with us. Share your favorite holiday things. You know, your favorite movies. Did we miss something that you can't get through the season without? You know, let us know. Definitely let us know. And let us know what you did enjoy about it or you didn't like about it. Because this is going to... We're trying to make this into a regular thing, the Tales from series. So we'll see where we go with it. But uh, anyway, so happy holidays. This is Zan. And Greta. Have a great one. Happy holidays. Happy Annika. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. And... Mele Kalikimaka. And for those of you who are crazy... Have a nice one.